I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Octon Millwall. Listeners, welcome to Afton Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. Alongside me is the chairman and prime shareholder of the Ryan Tunnick and Pay Club, Mr. Harry Warren. Welcome to the show, mate. Good afternoon, listeners. The um, crowd is filling up. We're at Ellen Road, as you can probably gather by the uh, raucousness behind me. Um, crowd's filling up at the moment. It's not been too bad so far. Yeah. That no, no real um, bad stuff going on outside, Harry. No, they're not scary anymore. As they used to sing to no. us quite a lot. Um, Big team news, we've got Conor McLaughlin back in the side and we've got the return of Sean Williams in midfield. What's it make of Conor coming back? Yeah, I think he's a bit more defensive than uh, Marlon. Marlon goes forward a bit better than does Conor. But uh, yeah, I think when you're coming away from home, I suppose you need the defence to be. Williams passing ability in midfield for you, Yeah, forward passing ability. Yeah, yeah. You're sad to see Tunnicliffe out, mate. Obviously, I mean, as chairman of the Tunnicliffe Fighting Club, nothing hurts my heart more than to see him drop to the bench. Hopefully drop to fucking Leighton Orient by the end of the year. Well, old one. It's a cold day. Sun fading, grey skies, big ground, big stadium. Strangely kind of faded look to it, dear listeners. It's um, kind of like 1950s chic where we're standing. The big stand opposite is quite impressive, two tiers over there. Otherwise it's got a kind of um, faded glory to it. Some really odd looking corporate boxes over there, Harry. Look at those uh, strangely shaped corporate boxes. Sky have turned up in like 1995 and left them there. It's a bit like a Meccano, a Meccano corporate box. It's slanted the wrong way. They're bizarre, bizarre corporate boxes. One or two um, fairly full on opinions expressed so far. Yeah, uh, as to be expected, I suppose. Controversial opinion from the Millwalk support so far, dear listeners. Yeah, lucky you're not away here to hear it if you're having kittens. If you're having a fit. That's an old favourite. Yeah, yeah. They're an alpha theatre is finest. There is a danger in show business of overdoing your material too early. And I think we've probably done our, our main hits. You can't, like most of the Leans fans' fathers, you can pick too soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes before kick-off, they've done the full repertoire. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for an encore, possibly like a revisit, a re a re uh, return of the old hits, remix. We're reselling away. What do they do now if you're a band? You uh, you do the best off CD. I think we will do that by the end. Freddie Mercury had this problem, dear listeners. He peaked too early. But you played Indian Rhapsody when he was very young, comparatively speaking. And I thought, where'd you go with it? It's a Millwall support. We've got the same problem now. There's a wanker in the green. That's where you go. So we've covered Peter Filio. We've covered Jimmy Savile. Um, abandoning your mates in Turkey. Um, 
don't know where we're going to go this, this afternoon, Aaron, but um, it's been, a, been an interesting start. We're still waiting for the team to come on the pitch, dear listeners. Banter, bants, online bants. There's a chant off going on in the car park. Just walking round to the ground from where I parked, dear listeners, you do get a sense of the size and scale of these clubs. I was saying to Harry earlier on, when we pulled up at Tottenham last year, you see thousands and thousands of people milling around and the big stadium. This is a big stadium, one of the great grounds of English football. Um, I mean, it does contrast quite dramatically with our dear little club, where you, after a little bit you start to know the same faces, you start to know the same people. Uh, long may it continue, but it does seem small scale compared with um, one of the big clubs of the, of the game, Leeds United, giants of, of the game in the 60s and 70s, falling upon hard times. Maybe you still see some echoes of those glories of the past. Our favourite. Famously opened up the Panorama programme in 1977. Some 1,200 Millwall fans made the journey up today. I've driven up. How you came up with the train? A dry train, mate? No, no beer? Yeah, unless you got on the Doncaster, which you can have on the same train, whatever you fucking like. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm on a cup of tea. Achtung, Mehlball. Did you know I've won the league three times in their history, 1968, 69, 1973, 74, and more recently 1991-92. Uh, European Cup against Bayern Munich in 1975. Uh, FA Cup winners on a couple of occasions, and also European Fairs Cup, which is a precursor to the modern Europa League, UEFA Cup. Um, so it's a, a, a team of some um, some standing, accomplished all of course by Don Revy. Um, their major manager for history. Great team they were back in those days. Never loved. Leeds United never been loved. Dirty Leeds, known as Dirty Leeds back in the 70s uh, for their ruthless style. Um, and still to this day, not, not loved. Not like us, Sarri. We, we are loved, aren't we, in the game? We, we are appreciated. Oh, cl- oh, clearly. Obviously. We're loved. That's why we get such a warm reception wherever we go. And we give it back. <laughs> Leeds United Scorpion showing their players in a series of kind of... Um, R&B gangster style poses for the videos. Big, big trend in the modern day. Bristol City do that, don't they? When they have their goals, they have a, kind of like a thump type. That doesn't run here like this bloke. Do like a punch to the, this bloke's adjusting his hair. Oh, but they're chest pumping their badge. Wild, isn't it? Very Crystal Palace. You could not do that down the dead end. Nor should you, nor should you do that down the dead You'd be laughed out of town. I predict a riot, I reckon. <laughs> Very £37, dear listeners, we pay for the privilege of coming here today. Leach and I have criticised online in a week for doing a buy one, get one half price deal on their side, so less than £37 for some, but not for the Millwall support. But nevertheless, we've sold 1200 and as you can hear behind me now, in fine voice. Lions, of course, beat Leeds at home early on in the season, 1 0 win. Back in September, 74th minute goal from Aiden O'Brien. Great occasion, as it always is, when Leeds come to town. Another great occasion, like when Millwall come to town. Pick up the teams. Lions will be in all blue today. Leeds will be next to minute all white. Scarves. They do love a scarf up here, that's my first impression with Leeds. Um, replica shirts and, and scarves, they love a scarf out there, dear listeners. Um, did some pictures of half and half, but I didn't see any on sale. I saw some outside on sale. I did them seven pounds of uh, money that can get you lynched by other set of fans. And obviously it's their cup final. We're still a draw, we're still a draw, mate. Charles relies for the disappointment of conceding that late equaliser against Preston last week behind them. We did well to get ourselves in front in that game, should have controlled it, should have seen it out for a win. As it was, they've uh, nicked a point off of us, and it felt like they nicked a point, two points off of us. But a big chance today for Lions to put that to rest. Morris is going to kick us off. Lions will be attacking the Don Revy stand, which is away from where we are sit, uh, seated on the side, on the side corner flag, about a quarter of the way along. Lions will be attacking the Don Revy stand away to our left. Away we go, dear listeners. Early chance to Lions shot on goal. 
Ball bounced around that leads end. Only opportunity there from uh, O'Brien. Missed that. I was just trying to check what the time was. An approximate two minutes into the game. We're going to go by my Brazil watch. Oh no, one minute. One minute. They've got time on the scoreboard now, thankfully. That takes away some of the panic and my timings. So it's going to be Williams it takes. Free kick on the left side. Floats in. Right was Jake Cooper gets on the end of his head all got close. Gregory Close come for a call, call up, no, goal kick. Little headed move and then Gregory from Close come for a goal kick. Big show on at the Ellen Road Pavilion, dancing to the decades with Bon Jovi, Wham, Madness, Lionel Richie. Bowie's back. Bowie's back for that one, Harry. It's a miracle. A huge show on there. Get your tickets, listeners. Contest the one a couple of years ago. Live with the legends. Live with the, live with the legends. <laughs> Division for the 10, he's copying a little bit for his blonde haircut. All overlapping on the, on the uh, right side for, for Lees, they've got it into touch by Meredith. Throwing for Lees down below us in the away ends. 10 under close attention. Trying to fall over and want to win a free kick. We're, we're located on the side by the corner flag, there's a security zone of empty seats down in front of us. And to our right, uh, Leeds fans in their uh, south stand, I think it's called. But with a, a, a fairly a substantial amount of security, it's more breaking forwards while I'm waffling on about the security arrangements, which you will not care about, wherever you're listening to. Bali, Tahiti, Alaska, the Aleutian Islands, wherever you listen to this show. This is Lee's coming down our, our left. Six minutes. Chance to cross it in, they check. Nice work by McLaughlin, cuts that out, puts it into touch. Paul the new looked offside, heading into the arms of... Jordan Archer, no offside given there, Harry, looked, looked off to me, seven minutes, Morrison just bumping their goalkeeper, letting him know that he's here, come towards the ninth minute of the game, oh, he just scared a few minutes, there's one or two waving their scarves over there, Harry, uh, need to get a uh, CPS on him, disclosure of some sort, I think it is, sunshine's come out, dear listeners, Cole, nice brilliant sunshine illuminating the major stand up, I don't know what it's called, the big stand, the Thames got in for um, a little blonde uh, flick back style, Harry. What would you call that kind of haircut? Shit. It's, I think he's trying to go for a David Bowie and the man who fell to earth look. He's going for a Mark Bertram 2003 version. <laughs> haircut report for you, dear listeners, there. We cover a lot of subjects on this show, including men's hairstyling. No foul on, on Wallace there, that's a chance for the nine. Fantastic block there, I thought that was a foul on Wallace to release that, that chance. That's a fantastic stop by uh, Joel Marshall on 12 minutes, but what's the referee looking at there? Awful decision, awful. terrible decision. Almost put the nine through for a clear shot on goal. Brilliant stop by Joel Marshall. Panicky long pass back there from uh, Jake Cooper to Archer, who does well enough to send it back from whence it came. Wentz is an old-fashioned mother, where that came from. Here comes a 10. Mr. Haircut, the man who fell to earth. Number 10, shot on goal. Almost spilled by Jordan Archer, but he saves. Almost. 14 minutes. Takes Morrison in the middle. He releases Gregory. Can he, he pass his last defender? He's through on goal. Can he get the shot in? Oh, he finishes away from the left-hand side. 15 minutes. Major, major chance. Opportunity for Lee Gregory. He probably pushed too wide left. Pulls it right across the face of the goal. First real chance for Rice, 15 minutes. Big chance, Harry. He's got pushed front too wide left in the end, didn't he? Yeah, but someone was following in. I think it was either O'Brien or uh, Wallace. Didn't touch it, but it was going in and it went wide. Well, speaking to the news of Dan, Neil Harris has praised the phenomenal Mill support. They're in full voice here today. As the lines break forwards, 15 comes on 16 minutes. This is O'Brien on, on the left-hand side. He's got Meredith overlapping him. This is um, O'Brien again. To Savile. Good chance down on the left hand side. It's still bubbling around in the air. Back across the face of the box towards Morrison. The ball to Jade Wallace. Close. I can half volley from outside the box be offside. Don't ask me. 
too far away to see there's a smoke canister down below us smoke canisters going down in the uh, seats down below us where they've come from I will be back on the coach next year oh dear 17 minutes in drama Lions disallowed goal there look good to me we'll have to see it on the uh, on the net afterwards here we go again this is Savile Morrison 1-2 this is Wallace again False suit to what, uh, Morrison. Yes! 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 That's going to go for a goal kick. Chased out by uh, Thomas Jerome Newton, the man who ever fell to earth in the 1975 David Bowie picture, Harry. Bit before my time, but I'll take your word for it. But 20 minutes gone, dear listeners. Lions leading it 1 0. One disallowed goal, one good goal. Um, one more we deserved. We've um, held leads out. They had one chance which looked offside. Uh, they had another chance where there should have been a free kick given against them. Uh, otherwise, the lines have contained them well and looking good for the 1 0 lead, Harry. Yeah, definitely. It's chalk and cheese to the Norris performance, I've got, uh, got to be honest. We look so, so comfortable. Right? This is a game for Millwall, you know, when you're back against the wall, that's it. Leeds and, Leeds and Mill, it's always a great event, isn't it? Always drama. Preferring we've got to remember on it. Right yeah, now. we just look more settled. Old days coming away, all the way then, but we got a lot more settled defensively. I know Romeo Olof is just saying going forward. The game, especially when you're away from home, it, McCotney is better. He's a decent forward player, but he's not such a good strong defensive Yeah, he's played on a bigger place than he's played here in the championship with his country, so yeah, he's used to the big game. So Ryan's free kick on the left-hand side. It's probably um, just a few yards short of the halfway point, left-sided uh, touchline. Wallace taking, he floats yes, it into yes, the middle. Yes. Oh, onto the roof of the net, headed flick header there from um, Aidan O'Brien. That yes, 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 you heard there was Harry, not someone having an orgasm. Well, there's a band. They're sheer set pieces. They can't defend set pieces. They're akin to us under, akin to us under all the way, the sort of state, put your hand up and hope for the best. Well, at least manager Thomas Christiansen has assembled an expensive looking forward squad here. Um, no, uh, no real drive behind him so far. And so far, Millwall in the driving seat. 26 minutes into the game. The passing, passing doing very aimlessly, listeners. Quite aimless so far from their side, Harry. Don't, don't, don't shake to them. Though. Yeah, they're not used to pressing them, I don't think. They don't like... They're, 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 they don't like it up. No. Their nine is La Soga. That brand of um, underwear, La Soga. theme today, Harry. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah, it could be seen as one-dimensional. <laughs> it's a Tommy Cannon lookalike giving it large down there. Yeah, that's the pedo. Oh, that is the pedo, right. <laughs> he looks with a moustache like Ron Jeremy. He doesn't, he doesn't like well, Ron Jeremy beats Tommy Cannon, dear listeners. That puts that, that body image in your mind. It's gone for a left-sided corner in Milwaukee. And he's got, he's got some um, neck on him, he's getting a little wild down as well, you know, despite his look. Yeah, he's very, very distinct. He's <laughs> proud of it, he's proud yeah, of it. Very distinct look. Distinct. Very spotable outside, shall we say. Left side of corner for Millwall. It's going to be Wallace that takes. High, loop, high, far post. This is Jake Cooper back across the goal. Who's that? Oh, the crossbar from Hutchinson. Dear, oh dear. 
of a free header. He couldn't, he got some power on it, but it looped onto the crossbar. They do look do very ragged at the back there, Harry. I mean, that was another chance. Every time we got the ball across their penalty, that looks panicky. Yeah, I mean, we should, if it was offside or not, you know, you could argue it could be 2-0 up. With that header there, we should be 3-0 up. Unbelievable for being away from him, to be fair. 33 minutes, Lions having plenty of the ball, plenty of the chances. They're going to not leave this one alone. We're going to go on with this one for a while. Fourth minute. Meredith. Challenge on. Guys want to. Who's that down? Awful challenge. Who's that down? It's got to go. It's Wallace. Wallace. Hey, hey, it's not Wallace. It's Williams. 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 Take another player with Ripley. Seven. 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 He's gone down, stay down, did an awful challenge. What's he going to do? Referee has no, no um, He's got no chance. No, no, he should have gone off. Shows no ball so far, the referee. Uh, is it Harris is this uh, the touchline incident down there. He's kicking off of Harris. A lot of anger on the middle bench for that challenge there. On Saville. It's Saville who's down. The game didn't need any more drama. He's got it. It's the referee. It's a red card, though. I'm not just saying that. No, it was a red card. It's a double red card. It's not a matter. It's, it's high, it's late, and it's, we've studs up. It's a straight red card. Harris is probably saying that. Red card, he's off, six. Same off. Red card, it's a good decision. It's the only decision. There's still a lot of conversations going on down on the middle bench. He don't like it, the six don't like it. High drama, Ellen Road, dear listeners. Because he, he did kick off over there. I didn't see, but I really didn't see that. I would have thought Harris, it might have been Liverpool. Leeds' manager has been sent off. Leeds' manager. He's sent, he's sent, he's sent, well. Liverpool, sent, Liverpool sent off. So a round of applause to the Millwall fans. the Leeds manager as well and David Livermore sent off high drama dear listeners Livermore flew in I think at their manager I've been told the walls are falling off badly today for him yeah so it's not bad it's always nice to stop Leeds from going up well Savile's alright he's standing by the um, the middle technical area thankfully it's all go Harry it's all go here today fuck it I needed a dry train to keep fucking track of it Plays restarted, dear listeners. Oh, you're looking at the dancer of the cage and Bon Jovi and uh, Wham are coming in above um, Oasis. I would have put them at Oasis above Wham personally. Yeah, definitely. In these parts. And uh, the Human League and Queen are down in the, in the, in the small, lower, lower fonts. So. After One Direction, say, <laughs> say what you will. Spice Girls out, punch Bowie. Fall down, he finds Morrison. He's been dragged back. Morrison breaks into the box. Across the yes, box. Yes, Opinion. But I do love you, but you, you fucking leave them alone for fuck's sake. They know what they're doing. Yeah, well, 45 minute after that, some pulls in play to restart. Lions leading 2 0. I don't like that song. I know, I know they'll sing it. I don't like that song. I don't like that song. I've told them all. I don't like that song. Nothing like rub it in. We all support, is there? They have been shit. They've been very poor this half. They're, they're, their game has folded apart with the sending off. They were looking wayward in defence earlier on. 
Um, Mill have exploited it magnificently in that first half. The ball's forward, back and forth across their box. We've looked um, really strong on the break. And we've carved our chance there. We should be three ahead because I couldn't see much wrong with the first goal. As it is, it's 2-0. And the Lions looking like they're in the mood for more. Challenge from Morrison on the edge of the penalty. Push it wide. This is Jed Wallace. Shot from distance. Oh, he's rebounded behind for a corner on the left-hand side. Double Wallace will put that one in for a moment. I thought we got that one, Charlie. Close, very close. Left side corner. Sarah's brother, Charlie, not Charlie Mahoney that does the show, in case you're wondering, dear listeners. Left side of corner, probably going to close out the half now. Mill won the attack, which kind of sums up the, um, the game so far. I mean, Leeds... Uh, after uh, some bright uh, early moments of falling to pieces and it comes from the left long deep 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 call that's Cooper in front of goal headed off the line cleared off the line there's the half time whistle magnificent half of football by Millwall Leeds Mill 2 at the half time break justifiably so we'll be right back after these messages dear listeners Achtung Mailball just looking at half time, how his betting slip. Well, you're back to your H. You've got Gregory 2 0. Gregory 2 0. Seven son of a seven son. Yeah, Tunnicliffe <laughs> Flank Hub strikes again. Mystic, Mystic Harry. The half time entertainment's poor. This is what passes for um, a, good, a good day out in Leeds, Harry, which is two. So a mock wino and a, a, what was the other one? It was a, was it a cat or something? Uh, whatever the white is, so I guess it's a cat. A white cat um, having a penalty shootout whilst making himself dizzy. This is what passes for entertainment in Yorkshire, dear listeners. Oh, one was a Leeds Rhino, there's the advert for the uh, rugby league up there. It's the most tedious half time entertainment I've ever seen, dear listeners. But look good, look Famous good last words, please don't say we're in control, it's Millwall. Lines <laughs> back out for the second half, having made Leeds wait, as is right and proper. Under the Millwall Act 1971, the opposition must be made to wait for the Lions when they come out. Here we go for the second half, Leeds will kick us off, attacking the Don Rivier end. Lions will be attacking the, uh, the, the, the south end, where, the end where we are. Let's put it that way, dear listeners. Early break, Lee's coming down the, the left seven. Little defensive error there, ball back across the box. 2-1 from the nine. That was a defensive mix-up. Next Lee's back into it, 2-1. The start of the second half, we didn't want that, dear listeners. Ball flipped back across from the left, and slammed down by the nine from close. Sloppy start by Millwall, didn't want that. Was that also about being in control? Yeah, yeah, I think I attempted, yeah. attempted Lady Luck. Mills has got to take uh, a few moments just to contain themselves. We should be further ahead in the game than we are. And that was a sloppy start to the second half. So we can't be too casual. Or breaks in midfield as he's O'Brien. He finds Gregory inside the box. That was neither a cross nor a shot. Morrison wanted the far post. Don't happy with that ball there, Eric. Just a little bit of uh, sloppy play by Lyons there. We just made a little bit of a... If he starts in the second half, dear listeners, exactly the start Leeds would have wanted. Leeds on the break down the left-hand side there. And by the middle touchline, ball into the box. Back to the way by Archer, there's a little moment of panic there. Mill's just giving the, guy, giving the game to him slightly, Harry, at the moment. What is Archer doing there? Leeds have made a bright start, it's moving the ball at pace. Mill's been a little bit unprepared for it. Consolation being, we do still look dangerous pressing forwards. 52 minutes. Yeah, we, we just switched off a little bit. This is uh, Lee Gregory. And bumped. Little throwing. Down below us. Morrison takes it quick. This is Wallace trying to find O'Brien. He's got the corner on the, on the right side. O'Brien wants it in the middle. Gregory just couldn't feel he's gone behind for a little corner. Well, the Leeds captain. Floated into the middle. Towards Hutchinson. Batted away by the goalkeeper ahead from Lee Gregory there. 53rd minute, Leeds break. All the way back to Jordan. The uh, goalkeeper, not the country. Leeds pressing forwards again now, 53rd minute of the game. They're trying to build a little bit of hair and scare them into, into the proceedings. Mill just needs to calm it down. Back in now. Two all. Jordan has to call in possession on the blind. Ball bouncing out on the goal line. Eventually hacked in from close by Leeds. 2-2, 54 minutes. Fucking hell. Yeah, again, on, on the screen. Ball seemed to be a turn as you're on that goal line there, Harry. It's a cross. Roof scored it. We haven't got to show the replay. Replay 
coming up now. Ball put out wide left. Cross into the boots. Had a deflection. Archer spills on the line. Two, three. Balls on the line. It goes in in the end. Too many of these wide shirts now. Spilled by Archer. Not an error. Error on Archer. Morrison. Down the right hand side. He's got Greg in the middle. Can't find up Wallace. Wallace just a, a, an inch behind where Wallace wanted it. Please bring away 55 minutes. It's certainly been a dramatic afternoon's proceedings, dear listeners. That's for sure. We've done the pieces like they went the pieces in the first half. What's going on, Harry? Explain what's happening to me. We've got the pieces, mate. Uh, the defence have decided to give suicide balls to the midfield. Madness. So don't seem to be getting any service. I don't say we ain't played one This is ball what you get when you haven't got David Livermore on the side of the pitch. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's a bit like when he was saying, you don't quite know what he was doing. Master, well now you see, master tactician. Gregory feeds Wallace. Coming down the left, he just checks inside. Finds Saddle. Shoots from distance, that's over the bar. Morrison wanted. O'Brien wanted and Gregory wanted his shot. Over the bar. Who's that down? Is that, is that Wallace? Aidan O'Brien's down. Coins clearly being thrown at him, by the way. That's, um, that may not be recorded in the mainstream media. Going to the proceed, this is a, a corner from Williams, that's poor corner, too low. Wallace trying to take on the body, unfortunately gives the uh, Torres Jerome the chance to break. That's dealt with by Wallace and, and Meredith, 61 minutes. Apologies, slightly breathless coverage, I normally have more prep, I normally have more incidentals, but I've not really put much into that, into the, the drama is too much for me. Right, these come down to the right side now, there's a chance for Sean goal! 3-2, fuck's sake! For fuck's sake, slandered in the edge of the penalty area. 61 minutes! Fucking hell! O'Brien hobbling away, he's not going to continue. Lawrence now 3-2 down. And Aiden O'Brien limping away, he's going to be out of action for some time by the looks of him. Ferguson's coming into the game, logical replacement. What are you making this prisoners? I don't know. 3-2 down. 2-0 up to 3-2 down. The Lions only have themselves to blame. No one else to blame. Like the song says. Yeah, needs a quality of Leeds break in the second half. They get uh, jostled in the middle there. Free kick for Leeds. They, they've been breaking very well, in all honesty. Um, they to change half time. They've got 10 men. They've had to change it. They've changed it. Morrison chasing the goalkeeper down there. He clears it. 64 minutes. How do we get into this situation, Dennis Liss? Dan Devino. Who's this coming in? Elliot's coming in. And three up front. Meredith out, Elliot in. Ferguson to drop back in the left back position in that case. Elliot, an ex Leeds player, apparently. Who knew? Famous last words at half time, Dennis Liss, wasn't it? More in control. Remind me never to say that. 66 minutes. Halfway through the second half, somehow we've contrived to give up a 2-0 lead against 10-man leads. But we're still, uh, still a quarter of the game to go. 72 and a half, it's, it's crossed in towards Tom Elliott. Ball bouncing over, there's a penalty and Leeds will bring it away over head kick there, spectacular. Straight back to Millwall though. Ball floated in, just finds Morrison now on the, on the right-hand side. It's crossed not good enough. To the amusement of the Leeds fans. Lord break. 75 minutes. All down the middle from uh, Wallace. He's just not finding his man at the mark at the moment. Finding his mark, as they say. Sloppy passes. Lord back on the attack, though. This is Wallace overlapping his, his Ferguson into the middle, and that's put behind for a mill corner. Left sided corner. 75 minutes. Ferguson. Left sided corner. In it comes. It's deep towards Jake Cooper. Lee Gregory. Off the line. Corner, goal kick. Ball bounce around 76 minutes. Well, that was it. Changing change next week, Archer dropping. Definitely, it's, it's time, isn't it? Ipswich, probably the Wolves game, maybe the Bolton game, definitely the Sunderland game, definitely this game. They're all key goals. First goal was defensive error, second goal was an Archer error, there's no way around that. Third goal was another defensive error. I mean, it's. But, been... but the key one, the key, the key equaliser is. You know, defensive errors, we ain't got anyone to change. Whereas we haven't whereas in goal we seem to have a goalkeeper that knows what he's doing from what I've seen. So. Yeah. Mill back on the attack, dear listeners. 78 minutes, it'll ball into the box. Towards Morrison. 
he's muscled off the ball slightly. Really relinquished the game. I can't put it to you any other way, Dennis. This, this has been a game that we should never have been... Um, well, he'd give, even given him a sniff. But uh, the, the goal on, uh, straight off from half-time, course, on the back foot, and then we seem to lose, lose concentration. We've had similar defensive collapses before, haven't we? At, at Derby and, and to a degree at, at Norwich. Defensive collapses. I mean, that's what's put us behind in this game. It's just that, and it's the same thing repeating itself, isn't it? It's just first five minutes at Norwich, we come out, we gave them a goal, and, yeah. and that was it. They're back in the game, and it's the same straight away to straight away today. The keeper's dropped one because he's nervous, which Archer is nervous. He's been nervous all year. It's, it's no different than what we've said all year. The left side of corner for Leeds. Then it comes. It's deep, deep, deep. He's nearly dropped it again. He has gone to pieces, Harry. He nearly, that's a perfectly um, simple header into, his, into the pit of his stomach. He's nearly dropped it again. Somehow with 10 men, Leeds are finding more space than we are with 11. How, how, how does that... Just become lazy. They're all standing off waiting for somebody else to go yeah. and pick up that man. But that's it's why like... Ben Thompson in the middle would have... He, yeah. he doesn't do lazy, does he? So now we're going to bring on Romeo for McLaughlin. Romeo in for McLaughlin. Left-hand side corner. And it swings deep, deep, deep towards Shane Cooper's headed clear, as you can hear by the roar. All ball back into the middle. Jack Cooper gets hold of it. He falls to. Come these down the right hand side, we don't want that. Do this, this. Nice tackle from the right by the corner flag. Fantastic work by Roman Stone, his feet there, he's clipped twice. And then he'll run. This is Wallace now on the left hand side. Momentum, Sunday with Millwall. Trying to claim to a handball, one handball, but his backside there. Break from midfield, it's Wallace going down the middle. He's got Elliot overlapping him, can he find him? Against 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Achtung, Mailball. Well, dear listeners, I was hoping to be able to speak to Craig Griffiths, um, past guest on the show. Always welcome to hear from Craig. Uh, Skype has let me down, dear listeners. That sounds like a, a bad country, a modern country song. Tonight, Skype let me down. Um, it up, updated as I logged on. I can't actually get through to Craig Griffiths. So apologies to him. So we're going to have to make do with just me playing solo, a solo gig for you in the cold light of Sunday morning after what was, in all honesty, one of the most exciting games I've seen in a long time. Um, the only other games that I can compare that come close to it, I guess, would be the Bristol Rovers win 4-3 uh, um, towards that latter part of last season, um, where one minute we've got the, the world in our, our grasp and then it's taken away from us, only to get it back again late. Now, yesterday's game didn't have quite that amount of import, of course, but nevertheless, it's Leeds at Elland Road, 1,200 fantastic travelling Millwall fans. And a game that swung from uh, one extreme to the other. I posted on Twitter last night that Millwall were by turns fantastic, awful, fantastic, awful. And I felt exhilarated, exhausted, exhilarated, exhausted. I'm sure you do too. Everyone that travelled to, to Leeds yesterday will be feeling those those emotions. It was quite an incredible game. Um, now I've watched back the, the goals today to try and give myself a bit of a reminder because in real time um, it became a blur. I mean you'll, you'll, you'll have just listened to the live stream of consciousness and you will have told, been able to tell by the confusion as to who scored the winning goal just how manic and the mayhem of the away section that yesterday it was. Um, it was Jed Wallace of course who scored the goal. Um, Lee Gregory ran towards the uh, the away fans to celebrate as though he'd scored it. In in real time, it was hard to tell who it was. I apologise for that, but you know how it gets. You know how it gets, don't you, dear listener? So let's begin with um, a Leeds United view. Why not? Well, they've been a little bit um, um, paddywhack, paddywhack, as my old mum would have said on on online on the Twitter. So this one's from a bloke who calls himself Moscow White TSB. I don't know if that's a trustee savings bank branch in Moscow. Um, now he begins begins with uh, saying the only upside is we can finally accept the Steve Morrison was a good, honest pro bullshit as a fucking lie. Well, that's harsh. And acknowledge him as the Leeds United hating cunt that he is, was, and always will be. A high point of his career today, and that says more about the shit bastard that he is than anything else. 
standing by this, regardless of the result, he says in a second tweet. If Morrison had ever shown one-tenth of the bollocks for Leeds that our team did in the second half, 30,000 people wouldn't think he's a shit pathetic cunt. Um, now, I say that's a probably job done by Morrow yesterday. Wouldn't you agree, dear listeners? Um, I thought he was man of the match by a country mile for us yesterday. Um, even during the the kind of low point of the start of the second half, when the wheels came off the mill bus completely and was rolling past us wacky races style, when the driver's watching both of his wheels go past him at a faster speed, which I never quite worked out how that would happen, but let's not dwell on that. But even at that point... Morrow was trying his best to lead the line. He was a fantastic presence on the field yesterday. Now, both defences yesterday will, will have question marks hanging over them big time. Um, the only thing I would say is that the Leeds defence will be markedly more expensive than the Millwall defence will have cost. But nevertheless, we have to be honest. Um, there was an early chance, nil-nil, early stage of the game. I thought it was offside in real time. I can't really tell from watching the Sky TV uh, the highlights today on online, whether he was offside. La Soga, number nine, their uh, their new signing, I believe, must be an expensive boy. I haven't bothered to check how much he signed for. Who cares? Um, hard to tell in real time. He looked offside, but um, I'm kind of biased. Um, missed header that would have changed the game completely at nil nil. Then a fantastic save from. Archer, we will return to Jordan Archer, won't we, dear listeners, later on in this piece. But a fantastic save again when the ball's worked wide left. I think it was Lasoga again, number nine. Um, oh, Archer came out, stood big, made himself large, as the football expression has it, and saved the day. And again, 1-0 there would have been a very different ball game. Later on, we will refer back to Jordan Archer as being less than the hero that he was in those moments. But you get the full package. That was the Millwall... Performance in a nutshell for me, Jordan Archer, brilliance and incompetence in hand in hand. Um, it sums up our season in some some ways anyway. Um, following on from those two early chances, we see a great ball uh, from Steve Morrison, hero Steve Morrison for me, towards Lee Gregg, who gets pushed wide left. Probably um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lesson in that. Um, while Lee Gregory is playing at Millwall. He gets pushed left. The defender defends him left. But he was inches wide with his shot back across the goal past the right-hand post. Big opportunity. I must admit, when that went wide, um, I thought that was our big moment gone, and we may well pay a price for that. Shortly afterwards, the lines were, were breaking um, fast at pace. Great to see. Great football to watch. When we're on song, it is fantastic football to watch. Um... I was having this conversation with Harry yesterday. I don't know if it's on air or off air, but um, the idea of watching some of these boring, boring um, passing sides. I was speaking to Andy Sullivan outside the, the ground yesterday, talking about Preston last week. He was of an, an opinion that they were a great side to watch. I didn't get that. I know they livened up at the end, but the passing style that we see so much of, um, I find frankly boring. But yesterday's first half performance by the Lions, it's a variation on being uh, direct. But it was rip-roaring. It was, it was full-blooded. It was Millwall. That's what you want to watch. I couldn't watch um, one of these tippy-tappy pass it back and forth along the halfway line sides. But there we are. So great, um, great opening um, phase for the Lions. There's a disallowed goal, of course, just shortly before we go one up. Jed Wallace catches the ball to falls him on the edge of the penalty area on the volley. It slams it in, and watching it in, in, on the video, um, it looks like Steve Morrison is standing in front of the goal, the goalkeeper's sightline, um, hence deemed to be interfering with play, hence the goal gets disallowed. In real time, I didn't see that. So if I made any kind of disparaging comments about the linesman, um, I'd like to withdraw them. My lawyers will, will you know, make, make full recompense for any, any uh, opinions I may have expressed on that, on that subject. Um, moments later, we go one goal up. Fantastic move um, down the right. A Morrison cross and, and Aidan O'Brien heads it in. Rarely do we see him use his head. Um, but uh, yesterday was a great finish from that Morrison cross. 1-0 Millwall, um, and then a corner, she follows, Cooper heads it back towards Hutchinson, who hits the crossbar. I think um, Neil Harris, speaking after the game, after the, the drama has finished, after the fat lady has sung, said we could have had six, seven, or even eight goals in that first half. Eight might have been a bit strong, but we certainly were creating chances left, right, and centre, and that 
Um, Hutchinson was a, was a kind of a header as the ball bounced backwards from Cooper. It was very effective, incidentally, yesterday. The tactic of sending Jake Cooper forwards, making him stand long at the back and getting the ball headed back across goal was, 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 was a real effective um, tactic yesterday. Apologies, my voice sounds a little bit hoarse. I've already cracked a joke a few times about whinnying and neighing. Um, my wife has already picked me up. She knows when I've been to a big game because my voice is hoarse. I can hear the hoarseness in my own voice, dear listeners, so forgive that if I have a slight rasp uh, in, 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 the old, uh, in the old voice box. The sending off, in real time, it looked like a sending off. Everyone around me was saying red card, red card. Um, we were obviously... Um, you know, we we we're arguing case for the mill wall there, but um, it studs up. I, I'd be I was wondering whether the referee might bottle it in real time. Uh, it was a big crowd there yesterday, thirty thousand. It's Leeds. Um, you know, they 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 do generate their own version of noise there, and the referee I thought might might think twice about showing him the red. He did show the red. There was then a kerfuffle, the Livermore kerfuffle. I've written in my notes at one nil. Which sounds like a, a bad version of one of the Jason Bourne novels, the Bourne supremacy, the Livermore kerfuffle is a be like a slightly downbeat version of that. Um, didn't see enough of it. It looked like in, on the on the TV clip that there was words exchanged, and Harris and Livermore were both involved. We want to see that uh, their middle managers and the fact they're getting involved. One of their players should take and a studs up change could have been a career ender on a, on a, on a fine young player, George Savile who went down, stayed down for some time, was thankfully okay afterwards, but that was a straight red, and rightly so. Um, and then obviously we go 2-0 up. Great hold-off cross from Morrison, man of the match, I've said it already. I shall say it again, and I should make no apologies. A great holding off of the defender, a great cross. Finds Lee Gregory, slots in from close, and pays a price by slamming into the into the left-sided post for his pleasures and takes a bit of a winding, I think. Um, so well done, Lee Gregory. 2-0 at the break. I think there's another opportunity that followed that with Jed Wallace missing. Um, and the Lions deservedly leading 2-0. In control, I think, were my famous last words at half-time. And then, of course, it all goes square on us. It all goes south. The, the um, leads came out firing all cylinders. Um, I think we have to be honest and look at the defence and, of course, Jordan Archer. Um, but the first goal was not Jordan Archer's fault at all. Uh, there was confusion. I read that the, the ball down the left as confusion between uh, Conor McLaughlin and Jake Cooper, both of whom in attendance, both beaten. Uh, the cross falls to... Um, the striker who slams home Hutchinson should he have done a bit better there some might say that's a bit harsh because he's been a fantastic performer but we've got to have some accountability dear listeners and Hutchinson was beaten as the ball was just in front of him and it was slammed in for 2-1 straight from kickoff practically just the start that, that Leeds were looking for um, we handed, handed it to him on the plate and by then of course the stadium's involved it's a big stadium it's, it's one of the old fine old grounds of English football I know we, we take the piss but it is and um, they, they, they had the crowd behind them momentum I think Neil Harris referred to the momentum uh, when we give three goals away in the first 15 minutes to each it then becomes a deflected cross um, from the left should have been dealt with by Jordan Archer. Yes, it should have been dealt with by Jordan Archer. I'm sorry to say it, because I want to defend you, Jordan. Um, you made a fantastic um, match-saving save in the first half, but dear, oh dear. Uh, yes, it took a slight deflection off the defender, gave a slightly unusual flight to the ball. But really, you've got to be picking that up. You, instead, Jordan Archer spills it, doesn't make the second second um, loose ball on the floor. We're then into a, a scrummage, a rugby-style scrummage on the goal line, and there are too many white shirts and too few blue shirts to keep it from crossing the line. Um, Jordan Archer error. Sorry, Jordan, but true. And then for 3-2, moments after that, long-range shot from the nine, uh, Pierre Lasoga. Um... Again, it beats Jordan from distance, and it's a high level that we're playing to now. So there's another Jordan Archer error to concede the lead, unbelievably, because we're down. They're, they're down to ten men. They're playing like they've got twelve men, and we backed off them. Now Harris, speaking after the game, says words to the effect of, "We weren't brave enough in those fifteen minutes, and that's unforgivable." 
a Mill team that lacks bravery um, after such a fantastic showing in the first half, foot off the pedal, whatever whatever cliche you want to give to it, um, it's unforgivable. And there we are, we're three goals to two behind. We're having the piss taken out of us by the uh, the Leeds fans. You could hear what that was like on on the on the live piece. And you've got to take it because yes, we have um, gone from two 0 and we fucked it up to make it three two. But and there's a huge but. And yesterday's game was breathless drama, dear listeners, breathless drama, because we do claw our way out of the hole. Three all, Cooper header. It falls to long ball forward Cooper header. It falls to Tom Elliott, late substitution, who did very well. Um, there's a player who's taken a little bit of criticism of late, Tom Elliott, um, but he calmly collects, he calmly takes and slots it in, Slot, slots it in, even, not slots it in, he's calmly slots it in for three each, the away fans go absolutely fucking mental, you can you can picture the scenes, can't you dear listeners, um, but no, he did very well there, and he did make a difference when we would go three up, Neil Harris refers to um, the poor performance that forced a, a change in shape, as he puts it, uh, Meredith came out, Meredith did nothing wrong for me yesterday, but um, nevertheless, he paid the price by having Ferguson come in, and the, Ferguson is a decent cross for the ball, so there we are, um, 87 minutes I think that was, when we, we, we get our way back into the game, we, probably in, inwardly, I'm thinking it was a well, point, wouldn't have been a bad outcome from a day like this. But we pressed on, 90 plus 2, the Hollywood drama, the Hollywood finish, uh, a run down the middle by Jed Wallace, who is absolutely amazing when he runs at the heart of a defence. Uh, he shoots, it, it gets a slight clip I believe, looking at the TV, from the feet of the defender. A magic moment. Um, and it goes into the net, and there it is, 4-3, uh, the away fans go absolutely balmy, and in the confusion, I couldn't tell if Jed Wallace was Lee Gregory, um, maybe they were one and the same, I don't know, maybe it was a, a time warp or some kind of slip in the space-time continuum, all I know is it went into the net, and all hell broke loose around me. Speaking to Neil, uh, Neil Harris, speaking to BBC London Radio Sport after the game, <laughs> Says, I thought my team, first half, 11 versus 11, were outstanding. We could have scored six or seven. There's the quote. We came in at half-time, and I said, boys, don't step off. If we'd have come in at 6-0, it would have been no disgrace. Um, six seems a lot, but I would have said it's only taken three, but arguably four there, Neil. But it's all about character. Ellen Road, 35,000. Any momentum leads get, they're going to build off of it, and they did. So he told them to give them nothing, but instead we give them the world. Uh, as he puts it here, we give them three goals in 15 minutes. Fair play to Leeds, because that was some one hell of a performance from them to make it back. And, and, and yes, it was. Fair play to them. But we shouldn't be in that position. Um, Morrison and Mill is my quote here. Morrison and Mill was a match made in heaven. Um, one quote from a Leeds fan in the cold light of days caused us problems twice this season. And he got under our skin. Says a lot about Leeds, says the Leeds fan. Uh, Morrison is one of those players for me, dear listeners, and I'm sure you'll agree. That, rather like Neil Harris in many ways. Um, he's found his spiritual home at the Den, hasn't he? Um, will Tim Cahill be that man too? I'd like to see it, wouldn't you? I think everyone would love to see it. Now, obviously, Cahill uh, is another player that gets Millwall. He's another stroppy, um, aggressive... Aussie bastard, he, Morrison's our bastard, Neil Harris was our bastard, Tim Cahill is our bastard, he's an Aussie bastard, he's, he'll get under their skin, he's in their faces, wouldn't it be great to see him coming into the game, we needed leadership at times, you Neil Harris refers to a lack of leadership, um, leaders like Morrison, leaders like Harris, leaders like Tim Cahill, well, that would have been a game made for Tim Cahill, no matter how fit he was, then 20 minutes of Tim, Tim Kay in that situation may have changed things for us. I know it all worked out well in the end, but you get my point. Um, speaking to the Yorkshire Evening Post, um, a great quote here from Neil Harris. He says, both sides fed off the crowd. Uh, he says, I played here in the playoff semi-final, and here's the good bit, with the exception of the Den, it's the best atmosphere I've ever played in, with the exception of the Den, of course. One final point, dear listeners, on a breathless, dramatic afternoon, a game like um, no other. My man of the match, Steve Morrison, but um, big, big um, mention in dispatches for the likes of Lee Gregory, Jed Wallace, 
Um, George Savile for, for, for midfield let it go slight at the start of the second half but um, I, I felt it was an across the board strong performance in the end and Tom Elliott let's mention Tom Elliott but man of the match Steve Morrison well done to Mickey Fan on the ball for working with the Leeds and West Yorkshire police authorities they posted they had a busy day with some disturbances in, in town nowhere near the ground 33,000 at the game 1,300 away 7 arrests dear listeners 6 home fans arrested just one Millwall fan. Some disorder in, in the city pre-match and missiles across the segregation during the game. We saw plenty of coins coming down on their stewards from their side. Um, let's get it right. The, the Leeds fans were coining, trying to coin their players, coining their stewards instead. So hopefully they get a nice bonus out of that. And finally, uh, a fantastic quote from Glenn. This is Millwall. He says, I nominate Leeds to be our new Charlton. Great quote, Glenn. Arrivederci Millwall. Hope you enjoyed the show, dear listeners. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.